10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC presents the Middies. And if anyone doesn't know what the Middies is, it's our mid-year award show. And I'm your host, Jimmy T. My co-host, as you can see, is driving in the background. He's driving me, turkey. He's the Malachi Evil Dose. Welcome to the Middies. Actually, I'll give credit to you, actually, too, Jeff. You came up with the Middies. So, good call. Yeah. I'm a genius. You are. Well, ironically, the genius used to be the manager of the theme song that we've got in the background. How's that? Amazing how things work out that way. <laughs> it really is. But uh, screw the genius anyway. No shout-outs to him. But um, yeah, I'm kind of punk, Jeff. It's the MIDI. It's the PWC. Did you say you're kind of punk? Are you giving away some of your answers? No, 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 no. Oh. No sauces over here, buddy. No sauces. Oh. Just marinara sauces and bolognese, remember? It's all about those sauces. Never trust bolognese. uh, uh, Well, sometimes. Depends. If it's made well, it's a good sauce. You Mm. know what I'm saying? (laughs) But if it's a bad sauce, as Dog Tony would say, it's sausage. Because you know what sausages are made out of, right? Everything. Exactly. Everything and more. And you know what that means? It's essentially crap. But even though I'm a sausage guy... But just not that sort of sausage, if you know what I mean. Anyway, Jeff. I don't. Let's let's not go in the sausage direction. But um, let's get into the awards, though. And uh, you know what, man? Looking at the categories, I don't know where we should start. But maybe we should start with the... Yeah, how about we start with the best tag team? I'm just going to go in the order that my mind came up with first, which was yesterday oh. when I was thinking well, of the category. Okay. You're not even going in the order that you type things up. You're, you're crazy. No, that is the way I typed it up. That was the first thing that came to my mind as I, as I was running the categories yesterday. But let's do tag team. Well, you're, because... the first one on my list that you sent to me is best wrestler thus far in all organizations. Really? Oh, yes, you're right. I just saw that. Damn, I don't know why I didn't see that initially. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Or do we save that for last? I don't know. I think it'll be easier to go in order, lest we forget. All right, we'll do that. Let's, we'll do that. So the best wrestler in all of professional wrestling that means right now in 2022 and this could change come the end of the year just so our listeners and viewers actually know because it's just our opinions obviously for the now and not the later like i was saying it's christmas in july for the pwc network but jeff you know what if you know your answer already you go first i want to hear what your answer is for the professional wrestler of the year in all organizations i do well i mean i think most of our listeners will know that this is a really weird year. You've had a lot of people having stops and starts. You've had a lot of people having good stuff, and then they've been injured for a long time. You've had a lot of people having achievements, and then they've gotten injured or they've just fallen off the the map. Uh, You can make a few arguments, but the one guy who's basically been at the top the entire year, whether it's a face a semi-heel not exactly clear wanting to do what he wants to do being in or near main events and top cards all year long all 2022 guy stepped out of rehab right back into the limelight and and, you know nobody can say really anything about his work since so despite my other tag team partners uh steve pena probably getting a a heart attack about this it's got to be john moxley 
Wow, I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised. Who's had about a year? Well, you tell me. You're Who's right. No, no, year? you're right. You're right. No shit. I was going to go somewhere else. But now that I think about it, you know, in terms of, you know, bet between January and July, I think you're right. I think it's, you can't argue that Moxley's probably got to be the guy. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with you. Moxley's no doubt. I mean, you could say had the Roman, but he hasn't really. I was going to go Roman. Much. You're right. Um, no, no. You know, he's he's right. basically switched that part-time thing, you know, at a weird time. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I just think, you know, week in, week out, Moxley's your fighting, your fighting guy, and he's been, you know, whatever he's doing, he's, you know, he's sort of must-see TV. Well, you definitely got my pick completely changed, and, you know, the more I think about it, I mean, I'm we're trying to be, obviously, as unbiased as possible, oh, yeah. and... The I, mean, I don't think anybody who really knows Moxley. me who would think I would have picked Moxley. No way. No fucking... I didn't. I was like, I had to hear that twice. I'm like, what? Did you say Moxley? Okay. But it's true. Yeah. You know what? I'll go with you. It's Moxley. Definitely. We do have a comment. Someone says, uh, Facebook user says, best wrestler of any promotion through the year, Roman Reigns. We're talking about between January and July, just quietly, uh, Facebook user, whoever that is. He, so, he is, and I think he or she—that's that Roman is the only other person you could say, except he hasn't been wrestling all that often. I mean, he's he's been off a lot of the year, which is fine. He's earned it, but he's—if you ask me who's the bigger star in wrestling right now, it's Roman. But if you ask me nice who's had the best year wrestling, I, I well, I already said it. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Moxley's got to be the guy. Um. But then there's an argument, though, I will say, and, you know, people might agree, people might disagree, but we can't forget MJF here, too, dude. When's the last time you saw MJF? Well, that was June, right, I think? Was that the last time he was around? It's been close to two months. Well, say if it was June, then I would say MJF is the guy for me, right? If he was last seen in June. I'm pretty sure it was. So, you know what? You said Moxie, which is a great pick. Don't get me wrong. I'll go MJF because he's had a pretty big year, even though we haven't seen or heard from him for the last month and a half, say. It's fine. That. I'm just saying that it's been seven months in the year. He's been off TV for two of them. So, you know. I know, but but those times that he was on TV, he was pretty hot. You know what I mean? And Agreed. the way he left, he left with a bang. And now, especially with WWE, you know, with Triple H and all that being in charge, I still wouldn't be surprised if MJF does end up in WWE anyway, but we'll see. Um, let's go to the next category, uh, which is the best tag team, which I thought was the first one. And for me, hands down, I'm going to say the Street Profits. Really? Even though they're not... Really, yeah. I mean, I was going to go Usos, but I think the Street Profits have elevated themselves, whereas the Usos have kind of hit a ceiling. Can they get any higher than they are right now? I don't think they can. Whereas the profits can still reach a little higher because these two can go their separate ways and still be a big deals, in my opinion, anyway. Wow. Yeah, the the, the street profits aren't even in my wow. thought process. Um I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Usos. Um I, I mean, one. how much higher can they go? They're not supposed to be able to go any higher. They have they have the unified tag team belts, and they're in the top right. act. I mean, the only other team that's in the conversation, in my mind, is okay, probably bro. FTR. 
Oh well, yeah. See, I'm not the I'm not the biggest FTR mark, so I'm probably being a little biased here, right? Well, neither whatever am I, you do, they just and, annoy me, right? Yeah, and but when you have three sets of tag team belts, it can't be ignored. But when you have three sets of tag team belts and none of them are for the company that you actually are under contract with, I mean, it, it, you know, there's a point. It's hard to call someone the best tag team when you're not the best tag team in your company, at least the way you look at that company sees it or awards you so yeah I'm, I'm gonna go with the usos i mean i don't i don't think we've ever i mean ever since the the split i don't think there have been unified tag team champions ever before so i'm i'm gonna go with that we're gonna get heat jeff you can see it for not picking ftr but tag team of the year ftr they're, they're only held back by the idiot booking they're legit well yeah you're right i mean you are right but at the same time like i said they annoy me after a while i'm sick of hearing about his eight-year-old daughter i, I get it it's great she survived her heart condition. She had a That's hole, good. whatever. But but nobody's like legit. This is fake wrestling. I mean, I mean, if if this was real, you could make fun of them, and they'd go into the into a depressive catatonic state and cry. I mean, they're not legit. They're good. They're good wrestlers. Uh, I mean, I would put in a real fight. I would put the Usos against FTR any day. But if you wanted to have a real tag team to beat you up. I'd pick Shane Taylor and Moses. I mean, for God's sake, or or the Briscoes. Jeez, I thought who's no one's fucking with the Briscoes. So I mean, you know, I mean, legit ain't nothing. But I mean, yeah, everything. Everyone is held back or pushed up by booking, whether it's idiot booking or non-idiot booking. It, it is what it is. So it is. It's true. You know. And remember. You know, peeps, this is the mid-year awards, not the end of year. Our, our opinions probably will change completely come the end of the year. So this just I for mean, now, was, you know what I'm if saying? If this was the legit awards, I mean, Chad Gable is probably the best wrestler in professional wrestling. I mean, but... Well, now you can make an argument, right? You could. It's sure. legit. I mean, I mean if you want to talk legit, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Bobby Lashley, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar. But, you know, this is, this isn't, that's not what this is about. This is about their achievements in this game we call professional wrestling through yeah. July of 2022, from January 1st through uh, July 28th. Exactly, spot on. Well, let's get to the next category, which is the best under 30 year old superstar right now in pro wrestling. Well, there's a lot few contenders in my opinion, but you, I mean, well, right now you can't say is MJF beatable. I mean, and I dare say Jay Cargill would be number two for me, a close number two. But MJF has to take this award, right, Jeff? I mean, well, I'm gonna use the same rule I did before. He's he's been off TV for two months, and there's really no end in sight. So, I I would go with. Jade Cargill, I I put her. I mean, no, she's, well, no, she's. I'm going to stick with Jade. You're right. Keep going. I mean, I mean, you've got your you've got your Sammys and your theories, and you know a bunch of other people who are in their twenties, but you know Jungle Boy or whatever. But I, I don't think of any of them as being someone who can transcend wrestling, who can make an impact, you know, outside of of wrestling, let alone their promotion. So yeah, Jade for me. I mean. She's, she's just waiting for a casting call. Yeah, no, it's true. That's why I said Jay Cargill is very close second. But I think, like I said, once hearing you say Jay Cargill, I thought, you know what? I think you're right. Jay Cargill's just been on fire you know, from the start, from the beginning, and still is. 
So, uh, yeah, no doubt. Congratulations, Talk about Jade idiot Cargill. booking. She's overcome the idiot booking because nobody should put her in a match that's longer than four minutes long. True. Absolutely. Spot on. Get this. This one. This one's pretty silly, but fuck it. It's there. The best professional wrestler that can rap. Johnny the Jobber. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Johnny the Jobber, hands down. And if anyone doesn't know who Johnny the Jobber is, well... I think I want to have to show everyone who Johnny the Jobber is. Check I'd buy that for a dollar. Yo, they want me to rap first because you can't rap for shit. So let me talk about some shit that's accurate. This guy wants to act like he's fly. He's only getting pushed because Jeff got that DUI. Oh. <laughs> I rap so he dumbstruck. You a dumb fuck. Hit you with nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty cool to see on TV, but wake me the fuck up when I'm seeing the young bucks. Oh, oh I rap way too nice. I'll leave you hacked and sliced. That's a version of sacrifice. And you know I rap cleaner. You looking young as fuck in that tight white beater. Uh, oh, yo, man. and you know I make you holla. And all you better do is respect the dollar. Yeah, nice. Respect the nice. dollar. That's all I got. Go ahead and kill my life. Yo, listen. I respect the dollar, but only in stacks. That's why they call me Platinum Max. I don't fuck with dollars. That's too cheap for me. You better get down on the floor for me. Yo, homie, you better step to me. Yo, you know I got the recipe. Cook you up in a frying pan all night. Platinum Max and I do that shit twice. Okay, now hand me the mic because you know that I'm ill on that device. If you want to step to me, yo, I got the rhymes. And I do this shit all the time. Hey, yo, if you want to come in me in the ring, yo. That was weird, but I'll keep going. If you want to come at me in the ring, I'll drop you on your neck. I'll make your body sting. I'll make your hands tingle. And you know that I'm single, so if you want to mingle, hey, I'll around me. <laughs> and you know this guy wants to kick some raps. If I want to get down to mingle, sorry, homie, I don't get down like that. I don't give a fuck. I spit it all off the brain. Your raps are about fake as a fucking shame. Oh. I don't give a fuck. And you know you can hear it. Where the fuck you get that chain from? Halloween spirit? Oh. I don't give a fuck. This is Dollar Club Wrestling. And you know I'm coming through with a fresh thing. I don't even know. Fuck <laughs> it. It was a super good She had us to the Johnny the Jobber for the award. And she had us to the Dollar, the dollar Club right there. Yeah. With, uh, Kevin Sexy Tom Panetta and Johnny the Jobber and Jimmy Prenders. That's your dollar club right there. But yeah, I think Johnny the Jobber, hands down, I would have said, funny enough, you know, Mr. Ass Boy, but it has to be Johnny the Jobber, no doubt about it. Yeah, um, let's move on. Oh, if we're talking about wrestling, it, week in, week out, it, it's Caster. I mean, uh, he, he makes me laugh almost every single week. Well, not anymore after what Johnny Jobber did to him. But anyway. Uh, that, that's going to be tough to pick himself up from. Oh, man. I've got to spread that all over Twitter, dude. I promised him. I promised the Jobber that I was going to play it on every show this week. And I have so far. So let's move on. Anyway, congratulations, Johnny Jobber. Um, best female wrestler, Jeff. Andy Rose. Really? Who's, who's, who's had a better year? What act is better in, in, their, in their place than... Toxic attraction and toxic attraction is nothing without her at the front of that triangle. That's a good pick. I'm not going to lie. That, that is a good pick. I hate how you do that to me. You make me you make me rethink what I was going to go. But um, I would have said Oscar if she wasn't injured most of the year, it feels like. 
even though it feels like she's been back for her, for most of the year, if you know what I mean. Sure. Um, but I would have to say, for me, other than Mandy Rose, well, God, I guess Jane, um, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, you know what? Thanks. You just put it in my head. I guess it would be Jade because there's no other female in AEW, to be fair, that's had a decent year, including their champion Ugh, in Thunder terrible. Rosa. Let's be honest. Terrible. Like Charles Barkley say, terrible. Mm-hmm. Absolute terrible year. So, yeah, Jade Cargill, no doubt, man, again, because she's head and shoulders above everybody, literally and mm. uh, metaphorically. So, I mean, yeah. So, I'll go Jade Cargill. Nice. All right. So we move on from that to the best up and coming female wrestler 30 years and under. That's a lot more tougher. So, uh, again, I have to say, I'll just say it Jade Cargill. I mean, fuck. (laughs) If I went with it in all of wrestling, then I'm going to have to stick with it in terms of the age bracket, too, for females. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know the ages of a lot of people. Um, but, uh, yeah, if we're talking up and coming, uh, I mean, you know, possibly. All right, since we've already said Jay, so I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with she's arrived. So I'll pick someone else for up and coming just just for that purpose. Um, how old is Camille? Oh, I've got a feeling she's pushing 32. I'll look it up though, but I've got a maybe I'm wrong. I could maybe she she looks a lot older than um. And I'm not saying I would is. pick her because I'm not sure if she's gonna escape the NWA or not. Um, but if she oh did, my god, she, dude, dude, well, she's under thirty. <laughs> then I'm gonna go with Camille because NWA, one way or another, is either gonna find their way onto another promotion, fold or be sold, or or find themselves in partnerships, and she's going to be up there. Yeah, Nikita Lyons seems to be the uh, flavor of, of the year. Season, yeah, but uh, I mean, she's already been Come injured on. once. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'd like to go with Zaya Lee because I think that she, but I think she's too small. Or I would like to go with Roxanne Perez, but she's too teensy tiny. So I'm going to go, with, I, I think Camille could, you know, she she could make like a Jade-like uh, impact in, in the right promotion. Yeah, I agree. I'm surprised. Uh, Ask of the century. Yeah, look, it's up there. It's up there. But uh, what you, you guys really love them thick, don't you? I mean, if that's there what is. you want, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I like plushy. I mean, people are acting like it's objective. It's not. That's extremely subjective. Absolutely. It, it actually, it certainly is extremely subjective. Everyone's got different tastes, obviously. But uh, but if you can't say that's not a nice but, I mean, there's something wrong with you. You know, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's move on. But we, if there was a category ass of the century, she'd definitely probably be right up there. But I'd um, anyway. go with Randy Rose. Well, she, she's an arm, but, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, well, she's got no butt. She's, she's flat. She got, she got a butt. And she got those she's big got muscular legs, too. So, if you, I mean, to me, Absolutely. if you want a big butt, I'd rather them attach to... Listen, <laughs> look, Nikita Lyons, when she's 60, is going to be in a moo-moo, in fact. Ooh. It's gonna, Mandy it's Rose a lot of, uh, That's a lot of cellulite happening by that age, bro. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Hell no. Now you're now, there. You go. Yeah. See, this is this is what we're talking about. This, this is this is this is McDonald's America. We've changed the <laughs> definition of sexy to fit with our unhealthy lifestyle. I don't know who that is, but ugh, geez. And what's this? Jade actually is a good answer. I like that she's 
doing in that. Of course, absolutely. Well, that's reasonable. <laughs> it's probably sexy. That's your answer, Jeff. That's okay. No, I don't think that is Panetta, man. He wouldn't say do job. Hell no. No, no, that, that, that was, that was, that's probably like a track of the professor. It sounds like track. I don't know who it is. Or it could be, your, 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 it could be the, it could be the other Jimmy, the other Demetrios. No, his name comes up. Actually, he actually done it properly where you sign up your name. So it comes oh, up. Okay. It would have came up with him. But anyway, well, how many yeah. listeners can we possibly have? Well, I told you, Jeff, lately, you know, it's, <laughs> it's been banging lately, dude. No, no doubt about right. it. Anyway. This Let's one's pretty easy. That keeps them coming back too. Absolutely. This one's an easy category. Because okay. uh, I think we'll both say the same thing. But West Performer of the Year thus far. Oh, it's Johnny the Jobber. Oh, so All did right. you hear? Nice. Good did job, just, man. Did you, did you watch yourself by any chance, Johnny? I was just promoting you, dude. You won Rapper of the Year so far in terms of professional wrestling. You actually did, bro. Congratulations. But um, worst yeah, this is former worst. of the year, right now Woo! between January and July. Right, that's what I'm trying to think of between January and July. Like, who's been on throughout the whole year to be the worst performer? Oh my goodness! Uh, I mean, there's so many people that I hate. Um, <laughs> year from I don't know when she got elevated to the main roster, but she's been useless. On the main roster, she was useless before, so I'm going to go with Aaliyah. Oh, she's a good one, man. She's a good pick. But really, for me, I'm going to go Hangman Adam Page. I'm sorry. He He's would be been... in the category fastest and furthest fall from oh. grace without there being an injury or scandal or crime. I mean, I've never wow. seen anything like it, but uh, that, that's... Neither a... have I. That that's that's a good answer for, given the context of just where he was. That that one's I wanted to say Marina Shafir, but I mean she's only been oh, she's only young. been on like five times. <laughs> she's just been and that bad. Her off. <laughs> yeah, but but let's be real. I mean, someone that's fallen literally from the top of the perch to where it's hard to to not go anyone else other than Hangman Adam Page. And I dare say he'll be the same pick for me come the end of the year. So that's how fucking. He's, how big his fall has been, in my opinion. And no he's done absolutely... Yeah, if we, if yeah. we had a different category, I mean, you know, uh, absolutely. Well, anyway, so there, yeah, that was the worst one. But this one's a fun one, actually. <laughs> the Brett Hitman Heart Award, which was first started last year at our end-of-year awards show, which is for the best cosplay performers of the year. So we can name two. It could be a tag team, could be a singles, but you can even go two singles if you like. But, um... <laughs> It's all about the dollar, baby. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, for me, um, when it comes to that, oh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, it's either Adam Cole and the fucking uh, undisputed elite, or I'm, I'm gonna say it now, FTR. Yeah, I, I was just one of those. Dax Harwood. Yeah, or you can go with just every that. single that match he does perfect. is popping someone else's match. It's Dax and Adam Cole for me. Fair enough. There you go. I mean, it's true. I mean, I mean and there's a lot of names are fake. I mean, Dax and Cash are for Axe and Smash. Shut up. Absolutely. Oi, awesome show, guys. About to film for the Hamburg Review with Kev and Jim. Take it easy, guys. Peace out, Johnny the Jobber. You yeah. killed it, bro. Yeah, kill some, <laughs> kill some, uh, spit some raps for us. Absolutely. Talk Absolutely. about the PWC. 
Yeah, give us a PWC rep, guys. Hey, I'll, I'm going to challenge you, Johnny, in, in these coming days. But anyway, yeah, so for you, it's Dax. For me, it's uh, Dax and Adam Cole, baby. Mm -hmm. Well, here we go. There's another beauty of a category. Most overrated performer thus far, Jeff. <laughs> it's the same answer for the last for the last 10 to 15 years. Sam Funk and Punk. It's a nice one. You know what? I, I was I was thinking Punk too, but I'm glad you said it first because I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get all the heat. But you know what? Fuck him. It's true. Most overrated, full of shit. He talks shit. He thought he was tough. He wasn't. And um, yeah, Punk, easy. I like that answer. I'll stick with it. You're right, Jeff. Punk it is. And no, I'm not the biggest Punk hater, but he's such a wah-wah. He deserves that award right now, and he is pretty overrated at times anyway. Oh, yeah. And he's especially a, this year. For me, man. he definitely has. He is, true. I well, mean, he's been from fame for six months. <laughs> I'm a little rusty. <laughs> true. That's true. And all he does is complain. He's still, I bet you he's jealous about what's going on in WWE. But anyway, that's for another time. Let's just scoot from overrated to underrated. Jeff, who would be your most underrated performer thus far? My most underrated performer thus far it you can always tell when you repeat the question slowly it's because you don't have a good answer <laughs> um i'm oh. gonna go with zia lee she should be doing so much more than she is zia lee interesting um shit that that's a good one but um for me there's a few that would come up here like they should be in this category they could potentially win it but I think, um, wow, it's tough, man. I really should have thought about this and and put and written my actual answers down after some thought, but I actually haven't, so I've got to do it off the fly, I guess. And uh, underrated is a tough fucking answer. I would have to say, could you, could you possibly say theory in, in a way? You could even say him being overrated. But in some ways, he's underrated too. So, and this is just from the top of my head. So, I don't know if that would be my proper answer right now. And if it comes back to me, if someone else sort of rings a bell in my head, I'll get back to it. But for now, I'm going to have to say theory because he gets a lot of hate when I think he shouldn't be. Right. He played the he played the lovable doofus in the way. Now he's playing the the cocky heel. Sometimes chicken shit. Sometimes not chicken shit. If, I'm if confused by that too, by the way. Yeah, I mean, this is this is very much like what uh, AEW did with Scorpio Sky and Sammy Guevara. Like, who was face, who was heel, what the hell's going on here? This is what they're doing with, with theory. But there's even less excuse with WWE because, A, they've been around longer. B, they have fewer people. Right. I mean, with AEW, you can almost – you almost forgive some confusion sometimes because they got so many people that are trying to fit into so many pegs. But, yeah, I, I think theory's fine. But if somebody says overrated, I get that too. Um, you know, a lot That's of people think he's going too fast. The thing is, is like they're projecting what they're assuming he's going to get and he hasn't gotten it yet. <laughs> so, Yeah, I know. It's true, man. But to be fair, I've I've always thought theory has, has a lot of talent even before he was in WWE. So. Yeah, no. yeah, but you're right. You can go either way. You can go overrated or underrated. For me, he's underrated because he should get a lot more love. And you know what, you know man? What? You if, hate him because if, if he's people good. don't like uh, the the Zia Lee one because she's you know whatever. Zia Lee, go, go with Malachi <laughs> Black. I mean, 
or Andrade, either one of them. Both of them should be wow, in, yes, in yes, top card picture, and, and both of them are sort of in nowheresville. I mean, Andrade yes. barely wrestles. Even Miro. Even Miro, you can say underrated oh, right now, that's man. That's a good one. That's I, true, I just man. don't know that's about true. Miro when he was actually really hurt and when he got healthy because they don't tell you anything about injuries in AEW. I don't think he was really hurt, dude. I really don't think he was. I don't know why he was off for as long as he was, but I just don't think... Look, man, do they really know what they want to do with him? Even now. He just walked out last week. Not this past week's Dynamite. The week before, he just walked out, right? Done nothing. Sting, Darby, and Miro are going to be your first trio's champions. That's my pick. Oh, no. No. No, I think it'll be Kenny and the Bucks, personally, but... uh... Uh, Kenny and Ken, Ken, I don't think Kenny's back. I think it's I think it's going to be Hangman and the Bucks in 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 a in a civil war with Adam Cole and uh, Red the Dragon. Undisputed, the undisputed overrated elites. Yeah, <laughs> I think Cole well, is going to be back to action before Kenny is. I think this whole Kenny thing's a swerve. Well, there's actual strong talk again in the dirty sheets, depending on what sources you want to fucking you know, point out. But uh, apparently, Kenny's. Ready to come back any second. So I think see. they're saying that on purpose. I, I don't think it's true. I know I Adam Cole is heard... not clear to wrestle, but I know he's going to appear soon. I have heard, though, to be fair, that when TK was asked about the trios, bouncer, look, this is the worst kept secret, period. Funny, I just want to call, say to Jago, shout out to Jago, I called it Jago. I said it just on this past week on the blow off. You said they're not going to bring the trios bouts. I go, oh, yes, they will. So and then it was announced a day later so i'm just i, I mean i, I can't believe they, they did that they did this all atlantic thing before that but i guess pack was like oh well, that's true unless you give me something yeah. and what's even funnier we all didn't even see that all atlantic crap coming there was not no, even no, rumors no. like there was no rumors no, about another I, I'm telling you, Pac's three years was over he's like fuck you i want to be in britain i don't want to i don't want to stay here yeah. uh, I, I hate it and they're like you haven't done shit for me he's like how about this? We make a title just for you, and you can take it to Britain and defend it all over there and pretend that you're a champion for AEW, but you do whatever the fuck you want. We can just show it on AEW television. Cheers, mate. Keep over paying me. He'd be like, cheers, Tony. <laughs> anyway, fuck that. You're right. I mean, so dumb. So, I don't know, man. You know, we could have, we should have said TK was the most overrated performer, bro. But it's not performing, right? But he what he thinks he. I is. mean, what, what's his what's his performance art? Doing cocaine? He's 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 yes. he's achieving wonderfully in that. <laughs> anyway, well, speaking of TK, we got the worst promotion thus far of 2022 between January and July. Um, you know what? Oh, if the, if. If AEW hasn't been as bad as they were the last few weeks, I've only watched half of Dynamite so far, so I can't really say this week what I felt about Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But the last three weeks before that were absolute garbage for me, right? So, but if you want to talk about worse, I'm going to have to go Ring of Honor, though. Let's be honest. I mean, it's hard to define what's a promotion these days. I, I Oh, I'm including the indies here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying not to go with, like, minor indies. Um, but I am going to pick an indie. Uh, I'm going to pick MLW because it's, it's gone from that. being sort of gritty, dirty, underground, and sort of fun to unwatchable. 
Contra is gone for sometimes and their partnerships are weird. And for reasons unknown to anyone, they decided to poke the bear, except they're a small herbivore and they've decided to attack like a, like a, a, a pride of lions that hasn't eaten in four days. I mean, it's, it's, it's idiotic. MLW, whatever they're doing is wrong. I really should go with NWA, but the program, the product isn't as bad, but their viewership is pathetic. MLW isn't as pathetic, but like MLW was that. the cool thing. <laughs> had the Lucha Underground feel. They even got the guy who played Dario Cueto. They had mm, Katrina. They, they, they lost her. Um, it, you know, Jacob Fatu went from being a big star to he's not even a wow. big star in MLW anymore. Can you believe that shit, bro? I mean, nobody cares. They have Enzo. Nobody cares. No, it, it, it's it's like that. So MLW, I think, has been the worst promotion on screen and with their business decisions. I mean, they'll be lucky if they survive this suit by being bought out for 14 cents on the dollar. Now, I don't know if 14 cents on what, what they're actually worth. Uh, I would guess that they're well, worth uh, $12. Well, I don't know. I can't even picture a million dollars, honestly, dude. I really can't. So, yeah, $12 is about right. Okay. Seriously. But MLW, they deserve an award like that in many ways, actually. But I'll say Ring of Honor only because it's just it was just so unwatchable at one point, dude. Like, completely. And at least MLW, the only thing they do have going for them is the fact that they actually got a decent roster, especially comparing it to Ring of Honor right before TK bought it. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't even really think of Ring of Honor as a promotion right now, to be honest with you. Well, neither do I, but... Oh, but before I continue on, Jeff, I watched the damn show, right? I, I absolutely gave it a stinging review. And when I say stinging, and I'm talking about Death Before Dishonor, I mean, I absolutely annihilated it. Now, I listened to a few of the other characters out there, like your JDs, your solar monsters, even your Don Tony's. Actually, Don Tony was the only one that was kind of like what I was thinking, right? But everyone else was saying pay-per-view of the year. JD thinks pay-per-view of the year, match of the year. But you know what? And at the same time, I feel like he's trolling. If you look at his face, it's almost like he wanted to laugh, but I don't know anymore. But everyone is talking how good it is. And then I started doubting myself. I'm thinking, am I really that fucking negative? But the first show, the Supercard of Honor, was so much better than that one. But I, that's why I, I wanted you to watch it now, because I'm starting to go crazy with my thoughts. But it's like, I, there's no way you motherfuckers all think that is that great, that pay-per-view. Like, I don't get it. Wish I could help, but I didn't, I didn't watch it. Well, even Kev watched it, and he agreed with me. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we're tripping, maybe we're not. I could have sworn it was pretty crap. But uh, I think, I think a lot is. of people who d didn't... I mean, honestly, I think a lot of them fake that they watched Ring of Honor before or followed who the wrestlers are. Yes, I think a lot of them never saw some of those people before, so there was some novelty to it. Like, like they didn't know who the righteous were, you know, or you know, they didn't know that the Shinobi Squad was was other people and had broken up forever, like forty two times. I mean, so yeah. I, you know, to them, I think they're seeing new acts for the first time, and you know, You're sort right. of. You know, feeling all, all of a sudden everyone's like feeling nostalgic for Caprice Coleman and and uh, uh, Bobby Cruz. You know, they it, suck. Bobby Cruz, you know, I like. Sinclair was their referee, you know. Honestly, I, I like Caprice Coleman, right? But not really as a commentator, anyway. Him and Rick Boney for me suck. All right, I, I'm sorry, and and I like Ian as well. I'm friends with him on Facebook. 
even with Caprice. But I'm sorry, guys. You guys aren't in the same league as everyone else. Heck, including Excalibur, I said it. I said it. He's better he, than you guys, he man. He is okay. I mean, he's just, he's just really too smiley. To yes, they put me to sleep, Jeff. I'm Caprice, like yeah. dying. Caprice Coleman and Ian Riccoboni together are no good because they're like the same tone. It's, yeah, it, and they get quieter. They get even yeah. when the fans, because the fans are sitting on their hands literally, and right. and then they get even more quiet. And I'm like, dudes, stop it! You're putting me to sleep. But yeah. anyway, enough of that. We'll get to that on another time, or maybe a category. Um, so we'll just go from worst to best promotion thus far. Um, I'll go with WWE <laughs> this year. I'll say it. I said it. There you go. World Wrestling Entertainment has impressed me more so in these last six months than, uh, honestly, even than AEW. I mean, those are really the only two choices. Uh, I don't know. Uh, have to pick just one. the TV product with WWE is so bad, but the PLEs are pretty good to really good. Oh, brilliant. Uh, to me, head and shoulders above even what AEW's premium events are oops pay-per-view sorry i'm still gonna go with aw because i still feel like dynamite is must see even if it's not good you still have to see it because there you don't know what's going to happen and you do need to pay attention to every little thing because a million things happen now they forget about three hundred thirty-seven thousand of those million things but you you have to pay attention to everything going on in in there um and they whether you thought it was important or not or overstated or not, they did pull off the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. I mean, it hasn't benefited a soul. Uh, it hasn't done anything for um, for uh, New Japan. They pulled off a couple, you know, this pay-per-view with Ring of Honor and, and have fooled people into reviving that it's promotion. It's not. There's no TV, but people are still sure it's going to be on HBO Max, which I still think is absurd, right. but it's not out of the question. Um, ah. they're doing things with DDT and Joshi Pro. I don't give a shit about that, but they're doing it. They've got Pac going around. He is wrestling in other promotions, defending an AEW title, and they're allowing them to show the footage on TV. I mean, of course, why wouldn't they let them show their little rinky-dink yeah. photo footage on international t television? But a lot of places don't and won't. So... Yeah, I'm 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 gonna go with AEW, but it's not because they're the best of the best. I'm gonna say that they're the best of the worst. Yeah, no, you're right. And uh, for me, WWE only because just Cody, that Cody factor changes the landscape. I know it sounds silly, but taking that guy, that like one of the biggest names in AEW at that point in Cody, I think really, you know, put down the you know the stake where. We're fucking, you know, we're taking you guys seriously. And just that one pick out of AEW's 10 million WB guys that they got, I think sent way more shockwaves than what any of those AEW guys sent. So that, that's just my opinion, though. So WB, hands down. And just quietly, Jeff, before we move on, when did you want to, like, have to leave? Like, how close to eight, by the way? It's just so how I know. How close uh, to 10, you mean? Uh, five or 10. Oh, wait a minute. What time are you recording HH? 10. Oh, oh that's all right. We've got, we got time nine, still, don't we? It's 9.30. Well, I need to all right, yeah. So 10, to, so 10 to 10, say? Yeah. That's yeah. cool with you? All right. Yeah, so this is probably going to be part one 
out of two parts of our midis just so everyone knows so this will be part one i'll release that right away and then we'll go into part two tomorrow say right that's cool with you jeff oh you mean you want to stop now and record another no 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 no. We'll go, no 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 we'll go we'll go until you have to leave okay and uh and we'll finish the rest like tomorrow or whatnot cool with okay. you yeah i think we can all finish right. the whole thing though but okay you think so? All right. Yeah. I'm looking. I was looking at how many categories were left, but anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If we can, we will. Um, okay. So from best promotion to best indie promotion, Jeff. None. None. I agree. There's not, there's not a single indie promotion. I think None. that's done a damn thing. I actually agree because I don't. Yeah, you're right. None. None. They've Super. all gone backwards Sorry, if anything. <laughs> You're right. They had well, yeah, they really have. No, you're right. If anyone, maybe Virginia Championship Wrestling, shout out to George Panthers, and because he's got a good, sh- you know, thing going on over there. But really, I mean, the most talked about started. indie show that I can think of is this fucking Ric Flair th- last retirement match thing. So David well, Crockett Promotions. <laughs> yeah, let's bring it back from its relevancy, irrelevancy to more irrelevancy because. I bet you most of today's fan base don't even know what the hell that is, honestly. Right. I'm being dead serious, too. But anyway, who cares? Let's move on. Okay, how about um, best show? And when I say best show, I'm talking about weekly shows. So not pay-per-views. Oh, sure. Just show, right? So that could be any any of them from Ring of Honor. Well, that's right. They don't have a show. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. MLW, anything from WB to you know Raw or Dynamite, Rampage, whatever. So Jeff, it's still dynamite. It's 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 still must see TV. Yeah, they they've had a, a very the build up to Forbidden Door and recovering from Forbidden Door has had a lot of weird moments, and they have a lot of weird moments and chaotic and whatever. But it's still, if you're a wrestling fan and you watch all, and you're not just on one team or not another, it's still must see TV for me. It's the only wrestling show that I that I am. That that's appointment for me to watch live in real time when it airs, unless I know that you're planning on us doing podcasts about a certain show right after they go off. Other than that, everything else can wait as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. All right. Look, I have been sort of bitter with Dynamite in the last few weeks, but you're right. It's got to be Dynamite. I mean, hands down, you're right. Look, they do have that aura of anything can happen. And if you do miss an episode, you might have missed something really important. But uh, yeah, look, and I will say SmackDown is a close second. There has been a lot of m- malarkey, should I say, with, uh, with with WB and SmackDown in general too. But I feel sometimes SmackDown has got this special feeling to it that not even Raw has anymore. There's something about the way... They, uh, you know, the perception of SmackDown these days feels like a big deal a lot of the times, which Raw, you know, it used to be the other way around. But SmackDown has that feel now way more so than Raw does. But Dynamite will have to be the show of the year. But SmackDown, a very close second. But that could switch by the end of the year. We'll see. Anyway, so from best show to worst show of the year, for me, it's got to be Raw, unfortunately. I, I really, really want to say Raw. Um, but I can't um, because I can watch all of Raw. I can't even make it through an hour of either New Japan Strong or Major League Wrestling <laughs> Fusion. 
and because I'm not a fan of the New Japan product, and I was a fan of the MLW product, that I'm going to go with MLW. Uh, MLW, to me, is the worst weekly show. All right, look, you know what? If I was being totally honest, right, because I sometimes do enjoy Raw, right? But Impact Wrestling is garbage. I said it. I'm sorry. I don't Impact watch it. Neither do I. But when I, every time I do, it's just straight hot garbage to me. And it's a lot to do with the production too. Production just, I can't stand it. But uh, well, the world agrees with you because nobody's watching it. I mean, it got it's it's got about a hundred thousand weekly viewers, and it's in forty four million homes in the United States. Wow, that's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, so for me, it would have to be Impact Wrestling. Just get your shit together a bit better, and uh, I don't care. I know I'm probably get heat, but come on, just die already. Just, yeah, but they won't. Stop. They will not die. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Jarrett. That's all I got to say. Any great. Yes. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, let's move on to best pay per view of the year. And so far for me, Jeff, it's going to sound funny and everyone's going to laugh, but fuck it. It gave me the best feeling of the year. I'm going to say Money in the Bank because it outlived my expectation in every sense. Even though the card, even the card looked like it sucked, but it still was such a good show, man. Those guys put on such a great show with what they had. And for me right now, for the moment, is Money in the Bank. Hmm. Which is the one where Lashley won the world title for, for the second time? Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, I'm pretty Ooh. sure. Yeah, it can't be Royal Rumble because the rest of that show was, was not so good. Um, he did win it at the Rumble, though, didn't he? I'm pretty sure he did. He might have. Um, I'm pretty certain he did, yeah. Can't go with that, unfortunately. I'd love oh, to. Oh, it was night one that he lost it, though, I'm pretty sure, to Brock, and then he won it back at the Rumble. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't do I can't do it. Because the, the Rumble was, I mean, the women's Royal Rumble was complete ass, and the men's Royal Rumble was almost complete ass. Um, and I love the Rumble. Um, I'm going to go with Hell in a Cell. Uh, I think that Cody-Seth match, just because of everything too. around it, um, and because it kept itself to about a three-hour show. I mean, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's another tight number two. And sure, people can say, but AW's all out and, I mean, full gear and blah, 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 revolution. So many matches on their cards. And, and like I said, I appreciate Tony saying people are paying 50 or 60 bucks for this. I want to give them everything. But I don't want to watch five-hour pay-per-views or five-and-a-half-hour pay-per-views. And there, there's four to five matches on, on every pay-per-view he's thrown together that don't need to be there. And then he throws in other segments that don't need to be there. So uh, I can't okay. give it to an AEW. There are perfect AEW cards in there if you took out four chapters, but it's it's too much. 100%. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I said what I said. That's it. And I said what I said. And if you guys think we're WWE shields, that's bullshit. We said Dynamite was the best show of the year. And we picked WWE pay-per-views as the best pay-per-views of the year. I mean, we're being as honest as honesty can be. And uh, it is what it is. Anyway, from best show to the worst show, Jeff. Um, I mean, worst pay-per-view, that is, not show. Uh, what would be the worst pay-per-view of the year so far? I think it's pretty easy for me. But you go first. Oh, well, I didn't watch Death Before Dishonor. I'm sure that's the one that you're going to pick. <laughs> and everyone's um... going to think I'm crazy. Uh, uh, sadly, I'm going to go with Royal Rumble. I love oh. the Rumble. 
And I really, really did not enjoy either of the Rumble matches. And if I don't enjoy the Rumble matches, that is, that's a tough sell for that card. And like you said, Jeff, Death Before Dishonor was fucking ass. All of you, I don't get how all you guys think that was the best tag match of the year. It went for 48 fucking minutes. What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> Seriously. 48 fucking, is that what you want? Really? Is that what the future holds? Man, wrestling ratings are going to go pew, straight down if we're going to have that garbage. I'm just saying, but whatever. You know, people are the way they are. I mean, they're the biggest hypocrites of their own shit. You know what I mean? I don't understand fans sometimes, Jeff, but it is what it is. And yes, kill me because they dishonored me by me watching that crap. Just saying. It is what it is. Anyway, let's move on from that before I really blow a gasket because I really thought that show sucked balls. Anyway, best promoter of the year. By promoter, do you mean the actual promoter or the booker? Well, okay. Uh, well, it depends. Do I have Booker of the Year, actually, as my categories? I don't think no, so. No, I don't. I think you're right. We will probably make it through, possibly, Jeff. Well, okay. We'll do Best Promoter. That includes uh, Booker. How's that? So if you want to go with a Booker, you can. If I was going to go with the Best Pure Booker, I'm going to go with Shawn Michaels because I assume he's been booking NXT. And that's right. a fun little show. And he's working with people who are greener than paint. And it's a character Petri dish, and a lot of those characters have been stupid. And he's had Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard over his shoulder. He's probably had the specter of what's going on with, with Paul over his shoulder. And he's still put together a nice little show, an easily digestible show, where sometimes it's really good, but it, it's, it's never bad. I mean, and it makes sense. It's sort of like NWA was a couple of years ago, where nothing was great, but it was just fun. It was just a nice, simple, easy to Everything's a wrestling story. Everything makes sense. You don't have to like everything, but every everything makes sense. Everything advances a story or starts a new story. Well, that's, that's a good pick because I was going to say none of them. <laughs> because <laughs> they've all disappointed me too this year. Now, I if mean, you want to you say can... best promoter, my answer for best promoter and worst promoter is the same, Tony Khan. I knew you were going to say that. I knew yeah. you were going to say TK. And I was thinking that too, right? But i got to be honest with myself also. Because, but you're right, he's best and worst. Because really, I don't think he knows what he's doing. He's just throwing it at the wall. And if it sticks, it sticks. That's basically what he's doing. Tournaments, new belts, battle royal, hire new people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a gimmick match, gimmick match. But you know what? The people don't care. They don't care. When in doubt, insert Jericho. I mean. Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. It's true. But, but it's true, man. And that's why I can't have him as best. Because he's he really I don't think he really knows what he's doing. Like, I really truly believe he doesn't actually know what he's doing. He thinks he does. But I don't think he really does, truly. But uh, that's a good answer, though. Best and worst is really what sums up TK. But I'm going to say none of them. Because they've all pissed me off one way or the other this year. I could lean over to... Say uh, WWE only for their premium live events, right? But even that, that's not good enough. I don't want to have one good show once a month. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it is what it is. So for me, I'll say none just because they've all pissed me off one way or the other. Um, but from best to worst, I'm going to say TK for me. Oh, you're going to stick with that too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I said my best promoter and worst promoter, same answer, Tony Khan. All right. 
also, we got the best storyline thus far, Jeff. What has intrigued you the most in 2022? Whose side is he on, Paul Heyman? Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. For me, I would have to say <laughs> he's going to make me laugh. He's going to make you laugh. You know what? I'm going to go with Cody because huh? it was such a build. But I, I love that whole Cody Seth thing too, man. I think you can keep going. I mean, again, WB have, have sort of, it's called quality over quality, right? AEW is good at giving you a lot of decent shit. You know what I mean? It's more quality over quality, but there's some good stuff. Like, there's a lot of good stuff, actually, but there's not much great in 2022, in my opinion. A lot of good, not great. I mean, Whereas the WB, Jeff story was good. That, that would have been my my good. second pick, but I was, I really love the who side is Paul Ambius. I was talking about it, like, a year ago, or maybe more, saying that that would be amazing. Actually, scratch Cody. I'm going to have to go MJF again because that that really made me sit back and pay attention. Yeah. And I'm talking about just MJF all year because from him, you know, with Punk to him supposedly walking out of the company, I mean, he called TK a mark. I mean, how can mm -hmm. you hate that shit? I mean, seriously. Right. So I'm going to go with MJF. He's intrigued me all year. And I'll be honest, since then, he's kind of, uh, you know, part of me sort of, doesn't enjoy it as much as when MJF is actually around. I'd rather him be around than not. But anyway, so from that to worst storyline thus far, what would be the worst, you think? So many bad ones. It's that's hard a, to pick. That's a tough one. I mean, you got Baron Corbin and Madcap Moss. You got anything with The Miz. That's pretty bad. Um, that's bad, too. Yeah. Um, wow. You got what the Sean Spears accounter buddy. Oh, um, yeah. Anything with best friends. You know the Rapungi Vice, yeah. uh, but I'm gonna go with whatever the fuck Sanjay Dutch, Lethal, and Satnam Singh are supposed oh, to be doing. That's a good one. You know what? I agree. Fuck them guys, and I love Jay. I love Jay Lethal, but god damn it, dude, please, just stop these shenanigans. You know what? We wow, we're gonna make it, dude. We're, we're probably uh well maybe maybe we should though. All right, what about the Chris Benoit Award for the worst botcher in wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, huh? Yeah, the worst botcher <laughs> in wrestling. My goodness, this is a tough one. Ah, uh, I mean, botcher of them all. Yeah, uh, I mean, Punk's been pretty freaking botchy. <laughs> Indy Hartwell, oh, God, Marina. Oh, Indy, Indy's right up there. But Punk is right up there, including botching himself with the fans. Yeah. Quietly. I mean, there's so much bleeding in AEW. You don't know what, what's real or what's what's fake. Um, wow. That's, wow. That's what you call kayfabe, Jeff. It is what you call <laughs> kayfabe. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Punk. He's had the most high-level embarrassing botches, including breaking his own foot on a guardrail because he, he's got to do that idiotic <laughs> jump into the crowd because he's got to be loved. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Punk too because who the fuck jumps on the guardrail with all the Mark Tards, who he calls Mark Tards himself. I mean, come on. And breaks his friggin' ankle and he's your champion and he's not even on television. Mm -hmm. Punk, by far. Yeah. You win the Benoit Award, dude. Yeah. You're the man, Phil. 
You're the man. He anyway, loves that heart dungeon. He, 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 he definitely loves that heart dungeon. Anyway, what about the TK Award for the best hug in wrestling, Jeff? Oh, Cesaro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> exactly. The best award. I, for I'm sorry. I'm TK sorry. Hugging. Claudio. Claudio Castagnoli. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, now, Pete, I'm thinking of all of TK's hugs that he's given so far. Claudio's definitely, he's got that desperation on his face. That I mean, thank, that it thank would have been Martha Hart, because that, I'm sorry, Dr. Martha oh, Hart, because that was that so was a bad, weird. That was a bad one, Jeff. That's up there, but Claudio was so, like. It's iconic. Yeah. I mean, I, was I there any that, doubt that Jonathan Gresham was? Until I saw Tony Khan hugging Jonathan Gresham. There was, there was no doubt in my mind that as to the result of, of that. Yeah, that would have been interesting. It would be like two little kids hugging each other. Mm-hmm. I think I missed that one. I actually missed that one. But for me, yeah, it's either Martha or Costagnoli. But yeah, it's got to be Costagnoli. It's iconic, like you said, dude. It's always going to live in the annals, not annals, of time mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to the TK hugs. Yep. Anyway, let's move on to the best stable. Toxic attraction. Toxic attraction. Oh, for me, best stable. Damn it. There's not. I don't, I don't even know if I like any of these guys right now. But for me, I'm going to go Los Ingobernables de Japón because they're the only uh, stable that I actually care about right now. I, I didn't know they even still existed. Well, they do. I've, I mean, I've heard about Chaos. Like I've heard about Suzuki Goon. Yeah, well, they've even heard of Bullet in... Club. I know, right? Which, you, which is more like a BB guns or, or like, you know, <laughs> you know. The BB club? Nerf guns now. <laughs> oh, no. That's a thing too, yeah. for Christ's sake. Anyway, well, from best to worst, because this is still pretty difficult, but the worst for me, there's so many. Right now, I'd say uh, uh, Don Tony's fucking stupid group. Uh, Legado de Fantasma could have easily won the best stable also for me. Could have won the I'll worst put that the best stable. Yeah. All they do uh, is lose. They are losers. Don't get me wrong. But when you break it down, their stable's kind of cool. You know what I mean? But D'Angelo's fucking crew's just two dimes already in AEW and he's great as shit. Can't do anything. He's pretty bad, actually. But I'm going with Bullet Club. They're the hangman page of stables. I mean, Bullet Club wow. was like the NWO, and now it was. And, and now it was it's true. like they've got like Chris Bay and like D- D- David Finley and Juice Robinson. I mean, it, it, it's like it's like D-list scrap buyers, scrap heap people. Well, I mean, when's the last time anybody people. mentioned Gorillas of Destiny? Well, since they left the Bullet Club, that's it. They're done to me. Like that's it. Done. Diddly done. They've lost all their momentum. But I will say quickly as we move on, the Bullet Club have sort of redeemed themselves, though. Mm. They sort of started... Jay White, I thought, was turning the ship a little bit. But now it's kind of gone cold again. Ooh. But anyway, can, Jay can, can, White. Can I throw an honorary mention of the Empire? Just because of how terrible great old Khan looked and how those two jars of mayonnaise, mayonnaise looked on TV? Who are you? <laughs> Discount you know what, OGK? Man? Well, yes, it's true. Oh, you know what's also because I wasn't thinking of Jay White earlier, and he just came into my head now. I could have easily put him in one of the winning categories, especially in the under thirty category, because I'm a huge fan of his. But MJF still is the man. But anyway, uh, well, let's go to 
International Wrestler of the Year. So anyone that's not American, Jeff, um, who would be I mean, your International is, Wrestler of the Year? Takesta. Oh, and I mean, Canadian. And Canadian. Canadian's not included in this because it's like saying any of the It doesn't change my answer. I'm going to go with Takesta. I mean, he is the only person who, during this year, that's an independent wrestler who's come out and has improved his stock in the world. I mean, early in the year, you could have said Ilya Dragunov, but he got hurt. I love nobody, Ilya, dude. Yeah, nobody remembers him. Um, I mean, Walter is probably the only other candidate uh, for this. But uh, no, Takeshita, he's, he's come out. Nobody knew who he was. No, Half the people don't, half of hardcore wrestling fans don't know what DDT is. It's like the fourth promotion in Japan. Uh, men's promotion. It's probably the sixth promotion in Japan if you include the women's promotions. And the guy is going to be a star in this business for the next 15 to 20 years, barring injury. He is he's improved his stock. He's the only person I've seen who you know came back and right away he could get a job with any promotion right now, you know, if he wasn't under a contract with DDT. So Takeshita, I, I he's done nothing like I, I've criticized some of the matches that he's been in, not because of his performance or the matches themselves, just the context that they didn't make sense in in whatever the story that the other wrestler was in. But nobody's done more for themselves in a shorter time than than Takeshita. He's, if there was a breakout star of the year, like you know, if there was an indie wrestler of the year, or in, it, it, all of those would be the, the the same answer. It's not in a big promotion. So, I'm, yeah. No, that's good. That's a good one. But for me, I'm going to have to say Jay White because <laughs> he's had a pretty good year, man. I had to. There you go. There's, there's where I can fit him in. He's had a pretty awesome year, man. These promos have been absolute fire. Right up there for me with the MJF promos, I've got to say. That's how good I think his promos has been. I remember Jeff. He sold that Madison Square Garden and the United Center. That's what he yeah. said. I remember doing doing both those things in 2022 all by himself. <laughs> and, well, because you don't have much time to go, and really you should be going right now, but this is the last category. And who's the best cruiserweight of the year so far? Jeff. The best cruiserweight? I don't even really know what a cruiserweight is any longer. Um, is a midget. How's that? Is it is it one fifty? Is it two twenty five? Is it like two oh five live? Well, yes. Whatever you perceive it to be, how's that? I'm, I'm going to go with the, the person I think has been the best cruiserweight for years and years and years. Is still the best cruiserweight, and that's Pac. You know what? I'm going to go. Well, I was going to say Buddy Matthews, right? But technically, he's not a cruiserweight anymore. So I'm going to have to go with Pac too. Actually, definitely, All he's right. the only cruiserweight right now that could actually become like. A main event player i mean he technically is but he's not because he's never around so it is what it is so jeff i know you got to go because you know look out for the hammerlock hangover folks that's what he's recording right now but tell them where they can find you you can often find me next to that guy over there uh yeah. hammerlock hangover is uh, the wrestling podcast that i'm about to record in a few minutes with big daddy cool steve pena um and my non-wrestling podcasts are garden of the doom and garden views they're both on the garden of doom feed Garden of the Doom is sort of like cryptids, mythology, religion, theosophy, uh, religion, deep history. Um, and Garden Views is more topical where I've had a large focus on things like cryptocurrency and what I think will be the uh, laws that will turn into the laws of space. Uh, but there's other stuff on there too as well. So if you're interested in sort of like those kinds of policy and policy discussions and, and, and 
topical stuff Garden uses for you and Garden of Doom, I promise you there's something for everything. Even even a secret episode somewhere where me and Jimmy T talk about Greek uh, mythology. Yes. You're right. Actually, as a matter of fact, that's what I'm going to do since I've got nothing else to do. I'm going to put all the freaking shows up because I have to. You tell me that so, every uh, time. No, I know, but last time I told you I had to do the blow off. It threw me off. But uh, I'm clear right now. Right mm -hmm. now, I've got nothing to do. So I wouldn't do that. Anyway, please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.popping.com. Also at the PW Hustle, the PE. I was going to say PWC Network. Even Evil Dose. Also, Hamin Media Group, channelattitude.com, and theblowoffpod.com. I'm Jimmy T. He's Evil Dose, Jeff Lippman, and congratulations to all our winners and losers in our inaugural meetings awards show right here on the PWC Network. See yous. Stay evil, my friends.